Episode six on rightly dividing. We're going to be talking about a very sensitive subject. So we appreciate you joining us today as we explore the word of God on the topic of suicide. Learning to navigate truth in a world of opinions. Teacher Jacob Leger and your host, Pastor Daniel Wright. Heart of Worship Church Media presents Rightly Dividing. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, to Rightly Dividing Podcast, Learning to Navigate Truth in a World of Opinions. I'm Pastor Daniel, and this is Jacob Leger. How's it going, guys? Today, we're going to be talking about suicide. If you haven't watched episode one, we highly encourage you to do so as it describes our foundational principles and the mission for this podcast, desiring truth through humility and grace, recognizing that we are not the arbiters of truth, but the word of God is. Uh, So let's remember to agree to disagree if applicable. And to begin this episode, Jacob, we would want to pray as we had discussed. We're going to pray for those um, that are either contemplating suicide or have lost someone due to suicide. So if you're watching with us right here and now, pray with us. Uh, you might be that person, or you may not know anyone, but we're going to pray together for those that have experienced the sting of suicide. Heavenly Father, we come to you in Jesus' name, God, and we humble our hearts, Lord. We set our gaze upon you. Father, we know that your word tells us that you are the Prince of Peace. We know, God, that you said that your Holy Spirit is the great comforter, God. And for that, we pray, Lord Jesus, that your great comforter, Lord, you being the Prince of Peace, we would ask that you would touch those that have experienced the loss of suicide, whether that be the spouse, the children, the parents, whomever they might be, God. Those that are contemplating suicide, Lord, I pray that you would give them hope, bring, give them a revelation of who you are and the love that you have, and uh, not let to let the enemy try to destroy or steal a life, Lord. But God, that you would just fill them and and overwhelm them and bring them to salvation, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We trust you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, Today, talking about suicide, again, we do recognize the the seriousness of this topic. Um, And as uh, myself and Jacob both know, uh, you and I have done some work for funeral homes. Yes, we are. Currently uh, doing and, and... when it comes down to suicide specifically, it's much different than um, uh, dealing with a family that might have had their grandpa in hospice for a year. Um, it's much different. So we, we want to uh, let you guys know that uh, with that experience of the funeral home, we've seen it firsthand. And it's, it's a very, very horrible situation. But uh, that's the opportunity for the Holy Spirit to come in and minister to people. That's right. You know, I believe to really set the foundation in addressing suicide we have to come to the terms that life is precious. Yes. Uh, many people, um, for various reasons, especially now today uh, with our culture, that we, we, we have devalued life. Either that's through abortion, right. uh, where children in the womb are being killed. Uh, we're over 63 million since Roe v. Wade in the 70s. Uh, if you're listening right now and you disagree, I'm, I'm sorry, that's a human life. It is. Uh, I love you. But that is a human life, and and that, of course, and even Darwinian evolution. If you have the mindset that we're an accident, uh, there is no God, right? That we're just could, monkeys. Exactly. We, we, we've evolved over millions of years, and as a total accident, you're just 
here today, gone tomorrow, and you'll be dust, and that's it. Right. So, what value is that? So, if you can, especially if you can combine abortion and Darwinian evolution, that yeah. is contrary to Scripture, and you combine that in the society, then why go on? If right. you had such a traumatic life experience, and everything you had has been flipped upside down, you can see the temptation to end your life. Right. And it's terrible. It's there's absolute. no. There's no hope with that. Yeah, and I firmly believe that the enemy is using both those things, oh, yes. Darwinian evolution and abortion mm-hmm. as a whole, to 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 really just wreck society. Oh, yes. Um, and, and it's unfortunate. The Bible tells us in Genesis 1.26 that man is made in the image of God. If right. we, are as, as human beings, set apart into animals, by the way, are made in the image of God, then you talk about precious. Yes. I like to clarify with some people that try to say that we're animals. That's not true. In fact, the Bible distinctifies that. The animals were created on a different day than man. It says that man was created on the sixth day. Right. Jeremiah one five. God knew us before we were formed in the womb. And you got Jeremiah 29.11. For I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord. Plans to give you hope and a peace and expected in. Uh, Exodus 20.13. We know the Bible tells us that you can't murder or kill. We shouldn't. That's part of the Ten Commandments. That's that would right. be the Sixth Commandment. First Corinthians 6.19-20 through 20 tells us, Do you not know that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You were not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Psalm 139.14 tells us you were fearfully and wonderfully made. There are no accidents with God. That's right. The the suicide epidemic has grown in yes. number, and in fact, we're Jacob. Could you tell us a more about the statistics? Yeah, and we're going to touch on some statistics that we have here. Um, suicide is the twelfth leading cause of death in the United States. More people die from suicide than homicide in America. Man, uh, according to the CDC, suicide rates increase twenty five percent nationally from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand and sixteen, and they rose in nearly every state. It's estimated that 703,000 people die by suicide worldwide each year. Mm. That's, a, that's a large number. It's very, very large. Yes. I mean, it's, it's almost a million people. Yeah, it's getting up there. Suicide is also the second leading cause of death in Americans aging from 10 to 34. That should shock us. Yes. The 10 part. 10. 10 years old. No. That, that shouldn't be happening. That really shouldn't be happening. That, that definitely says that that's a problem with society. We, right. we, we absolutely need Jesus. That's right. Suicide rates are much higher in the elderly American population than they are in any other age group. Suicide rates have grown exponentially for women since 1999, although white middle-aged men account for 70% of all suicides each year. Mm. So we could say in the last 20 years, you can see the needle moving up in women. Mm-hmm. But it's still uh, the majority account up to 70% of white males. Right, right. The CDC also reports that more than half of the people who die from suicide did not have a known mental health condition. So they weren't showing any signs. No. Right. And we got, so we got a list here of uh, some factors contributing to suicide. But it's not limited to all this. They're, this right. is not an exhaustive list, guys. Uh, number one would be relationship problems. We see that a lot. Yes. Uh, a crisis in the past or in the near future. Uh, substance abuse. Uh, another big check on that, especially in our community. Physical health problems. Financial problems. Also criminal and legal problems. Right. All of these can lead yeah. people down that path, you know. And it, it's sad that, that 
that it, it gets to that point that the things of this world bother because people are more focused on the problems of the world right when they need to be focused on god who's bigger than their problems that's true and because he has the solution to everything right jesus is the answer to everything he can solve all of these problems he's more worried worried about the the spiritual condition than the physical condition right right and that's that's where I, we need to point people to jesus for that for that solution exactly because and i'm glad you brought that point out jacob because honestly it, it's, it's such a revealing point is that if we are so focused on the bills the finances the housing uh all of the monetary things in our lives right. and it once that's pulled away then it's like if you stood on that it's that the rug went right up from underneath right. you. But if we're standing on the rock. That's right. And like my wife always says, baby, this world is not your, your home. That's right. It really kind of brings a peace that it no does. matter how bad the day gets, yeah, it, it's okay because this is not going to be the end. That's right. It's right. not our home. So what does the Bible say about suicide? The word suicide actually doesn't appear in the Bible. Not at all. But we do have accounts of the action. Right. So the Old Testament gives us, we got five clear examples of suicide. The first one is when Abimelech was mortally wounded by a woman who dropped a piece of a millstone on his head. He cried to his armor bearer to kill him so that his death would not be credited to a woman. That's Judges 9.54. Uh, King Saul was mortally wounded when he fell upon his own sword to keep the Philistines from killing him and then abusing him. Right, and his uh, mm-hmm. his armor bearer mm-hmm. followed suit shortly after, right and, after and that. fell on his own sword. Also, First Samuel thirty one four and five, Ahithophel hanged himself after his advice was no longer followed by King David's son Absalom. Think about that. He his advice was no longer needed. I mean, that just that just shows where his focus was. It wasn't on right. God. It was focused on pleasing a man. Right. Zimri, he set himself on fire after his rebellion failed. That's First Kings sixteen eighteen. That yeah, that's that's a rough one there. That is a rough one. New Testament Judas Iscariot is the only clear example. Acts sixteen twenty seven through twenty eight. Paul prevented the suicide of the Philippian jailer who won him to Christ. Right. So Paul and Silas, uh, the prison that break out whenever they worship the Lord and uh, God granted them freedom, uh, literally uh, in that sense. And the Philippian jailer, knowing that there would have been repercussions specifically death he decided to not be killed by the the state but right. kill himself which of course in the end we find that not only him but his household gets saved right so after paul's like whoa don't do this we're still we're all right. still here yeah god worked that out but that we see a clear example of attempted suicide in that passage yeah it was uh, stopped by paul because yeah the the jailer if they would lose a a prisoner back then right it was the jailer's full responsibility and they would usually be killed for it so he was like i'm not even gonna wait i'm just gonna he figured once the earthquake happened he heard all the chains going he figured they all left the whole jail ran right away. so he's like nope i'm I'm ending it now yeah but paul's like no 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 we're all still we're here. all still here. none of them left which was that's a, an amazing yeah, thing that, that god provided that and uh even though he tried to kill himself uh he was stopped and him and his household that's were right. saved uh, which goes to show you if you find a Philippian jailer on ZipRecruiter, I would re- reject that <laughs> just in case that you have an escapee or two, you know? Right. Um, uh, the, the problem with our culture, though, um, I think is for sure that the fact that there is no absolute truth. Um, but, of course, Jacob had pointed out the irony of that 
is that that is an absolute truth by saying there's no absolute truth. Right. And that's what the that's what the culture says. There's no absolute truth. I've heard that. I've heard people literally say that. Oh yeah. Yeah. And we we see that in uh, the gender ideology now. Right. We see that in all sorts of universities, the media. Uh it's you hear these words, what is your truth? Right. No. God what, is the only truth. He is the absolute truth. Correct. That goes back to our episode 1 mission statement, the whole foundation of what rightly dividing is all about. That's right. Is is redirecting the security and the knowing that God's word is truth and That's there right. is absolute truth. Um and number 2 in a non-theistic or subjective society is very difficult to argue for or against life. Uh, for life or against suicide, if we are our own higher power, then we can simply do with our lives what we want, or so we're told. So without uh, so without uh, that objective truth and without God, and a very everything is subjective. How can you say that life is precious? Right. You know how can you uh, uh, how can you debate against suicide if that's if there's no higher power? Then we're just going to do whatever we want. Right. We're here today, going tomorrow. We're made of dirt. We'll turn into dirt. That's it. You know. That's it. But God is the Lord of all that ever is, and it is He who retains the justified ability to take life when and where it is taken. It is not ours to take. Uh, the Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. According to Job one twenty one, we've all heard that one. Yeah. Um. So remember. As we come to this close, that if you or someone you know is contemplating suicide, please get help. We're a ministry that has helped so many people in that regard, and we will never stop. You can reach us anytime by calling or texting 225-259-0099, and I'll put it on the screen for you. Remember, brothers and sisters, the Word of God will stand forever. So what He said then, He says today, and He'll say it every day thereafter. Isaiah 40, verse 8, and 1 Peter one twenty-five. If you're watching on YouTube, we would appreciate it if you can like, share, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, and share with a friend. Uh, follow us if you're watching us on a, or listening on any podcast platform. If you have any questions, concerns, or topic suggestions, please comment below or email us at info at heartofworshipchurch.com. Uh, we'd ask that you join us on our next episode as we discuss the topic of judging. What does the Bible say about judging? We hear that a lot. So we're going to dive directly into the full context of what the Bible talks about judging in general. As we navigate truth in a world of opinions, this has been Daniel Wright and Jacob Leger, workmen that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Have a great week, everyone. Later, guys. Thank you for joining us this episode. For more information on our ministry or to contact us, please visit heartofworshipchurch.com.